Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning. Welcome to hour three of the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. In an effort to stay relatable? Uh huh. I will now tell you about a, an annoying problem that I have at my home. Okay. Which is, as I looked at my cup and I was like, I feel like I actively see like hard water in there, salt floating around. You know the salt thing that you can get uh, for your house, right? The little salt situation. You got to keep putting salt in the oh, water yeah, the tank bin. thingy. Yep. Yeah, the yeah, bin yeah, thingy. Yeah. In fact, I just had uh, Aquarius Home Services come out. Oh, nice. To the cabin to come and take a peek a peek poo. Well, <laughs> let me tell you, we have a problem with ours. I have a problem that I usually forget to put new salt in it, but now then I loaded it up with salt and then it stopped taking the salt. So right now I have a tub, okay, that little tube thing and not little, right? I mean, it's probably what, three feet high, four feet high. Yeah. It's filled three quarters of the way with salt, Mm -hmm. but it's been months since the salt level has gone down. Does that mean that Pappy has to get in there with my hands? Or a shovel. I've done it before. And dig it out. And then what do I do once I get to the bottom? Am I going to see a clog or something? You might need to change your filter. My filter? You have a filter. You should change it. Where? Probably against the wall. Attached to the water salt thing? Yeah, it's got like a a handle that you can loosen it. It's got a handle that looks like a circular device. Do you think that the filter filter could be clogged, dirty, and now it's not allowing the salt to pass through anymore? Yes. If that is the solution, that would be grand. Because I have put off this whole thing of me going back and like a pioneer just digging into a bucket for three hours. I've put it off, Donna, for months. How long have you had this system? Since December of 2019. And you've got six people in the house, sometimes more. I think it's time to change the filter. It's been four years. YouTube it. I. You're welcome. Went years without replacing my furnace filter before. Years. And it was unbelievable. That's what's going to happen. Unbelievable. When I pulled that thing out, Donna, you would not believe. You're lucky you didn't the get a thickness. fire. Yeah. Donna. Sorry. You anyway, need to protect that family. You know? Donna. All right. Welcome back. Um, I. This. The story about Selma Blair kind of caught my eye because I recently had this experience when I was watching the Oscars and they were narrating the entire show. And I was like, why are they narrating? And I I recognized immediately that that is very helpful for people who are visually impaired, right? To describe what someone is doing or wearing at the time that the camera's on them. Correct. So yeah. in a similar fashion, Selma Blair, who um, has um, MS, right? I think she's in a, in a good place right now. But um, I think being diagnosed with MS probably 
has created a new sensitivity towards other people with disabilities, right? Hmm. So she hasn't been posting on Instagram very much because there were trolls who were calling her a narcissistic B-word for describing herself in her captions. She was doing an interview with Savannah Guthrie on, on today, and she explained that what she does is she describes picture number one. Selma has blonde hair, is lying on her back with a copy of this book on her stomach. So she does this for every picture to assist those who are blind and use uh, an accessibility feature to be read to. And she said, the thing is, we're not accustomed to thinking outside of our own social group. So people didn't understand what she was doing. And she was taking heat for something that she was doing to be kind, not Mm. to be narcissistic. She Mm. was trying to be inclusive. And she said it was an awakening for her to see how much people didn't realize a lot of what they think is my narcissism is just becoming more aware of other people's needs. Um, And she also said the exact opposite of correct. And she said it was an awakening for her with that. And it's also a freeing experience to learn to be more accommodating to those with disabilities. Um, And again, she was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis back in 2018. She has been in remission since 2021, but she still has, you know, some lingering symptoms like fatigue and challenges with moving. And she used to post so much like the challenges of putting on makeup when you're suffering from MS Mm. and things like that. I just thought that was interesting that people automatically go to the look at this one describing herself in great detail, you know? Sure. That's really a good reminder that to think outside of your own social group, social Mm -hmm. experiences with people. So anyway, I just thought that was a good little reminder for all of us. And another example of the internet being all internet-y. You know? Yeah, exactly. They just like to be quick to comment. They want to get the comment in quick, and they want it to be up high so other people see the comment. It's really disheartening. Yeah. That people are just so mean to one another. And they're not that mean in real life. Right? You know? They're hiding. It's the weird thing. It's like this. There's There's a case study that could be done on the human psyche and the the Jekyll and Hyde that happens with you in real life and you behind your keyboard. Yeah, it's true. Because if you met a bunch of trolls, internet trolls, in real life, I don't believe that their knuckles would be dragging on the ground as they just grunt and point at other people. Right. They'd probably be... Among us. um, Absolutely right. Yes, absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, Ben Affleck was out last night. He was getting all gushy about Matt Damon and about his wife, Jennifer Lopez. Aw, that's cute. So that new movie, Air... Courting a Legend, um, they've been doing the rounds for that. It was premiered, had its world premiere at South by Southwest. And then last night, uh, they were in Westwood out in the L.A. area, and they had their premiere in Los Angeles. And he went up and he talked um, just on the microphone as they do before the screening begins. And one of the things he said was pretty pretty sweet about Matt Damon. Their relationship has been getting some publicity as they, they're in this movie together. And it just seems like these dudes are buds, man. He said, if you're really lucky in life, 
You'll have a friend like Matt Damon. I love him. And it's the biggest joy of my professional life to work with him. So I thought that was really nice. That's so sweet. And then he shifts his attention to Jennifer Lopez. Never heard of her. And he says, I want to, he said this, this experience making this movie and promoting and all that. He said, this has been a joy and I want to just enjoy this moment for one second. And I want to say that none of it would be possible. This company, this movie, this joy tonight without the love and support of my wife, who means more to me than anything in the world. I want to say thank you. I love you. You mean the world to me. You're fabulous. You're amazing. You're wonderful. You're good, kind, magnificent. And I love you. I would like to just uh, throw a flag down on that All right. comment. All right. I Here think the movie would have been possible without her love and support. Thanks. On a technicality, I think that you are correct. Thank he has you. made movies beforehand. <laughs> right. Successfully. Yes. yes. Maybe he means emotionally. All right. Whatever he means. He would, he would be in a different place grinding through it, whereas maybe she has helped him to uh, be more... Emotionally open to the process. All right. I don't know, Donna. Sorry, I blew up. It's fine. <laughs> it's been a while. I know. Anyway, um, so that's that. I want to see this movie. They say that Michael Jordan um, did let them have their space, you know, because this is all about Nike trying to court Michael Jordan in his rookie season to become one of their athletes. And then, of course, he goes on to essentially become the brand. Hmm. And uh, I guess MJ just had a say as to, like, who he wanted to play his mother. And outside of that, he kind of gave them space to roam about the cabin. I, I haven't seen him at any of these premieres or anything like that. So he he, he stays in the shadows, Michael yeah. Jordan does. I wonder who he, plays his mom. Viola Davis. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Sweet. He said, that's the one rule I need to have Viola Davis to play my mother. And Ben Affleck was like, oh, my goodness. That's the biggest ask ever. Like, how can you ask me to I have to go get Viola Davis or we can't do this movie? So there's a lot of pressure, but she was super excited about it. That's so. awesome. Yeah, I demand an Oscar winner. <laughs> Maybe one of the greatest of her generation. We got to go. All right, fine. We'll go. Oh, yeah, we got to go. Oh, my goodness. We're going to get in trouble. Yeah. Hey, when we come back, we got a couple studies. Minnesota topped the list, a national list. I was very surprised. We'll tell you about that when we return. Donna, Steve, my talk. Hello. We're back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. Let's be study buddies. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Hey... Hey, Donna. Feeling stressed out today? Um, I feel pretty good today. No, I, I woke up early again today. Oh, that's great. Which, you know, just changes a person. It really does. Yeah, so I feel really good. Okay. I'm How really glad you? to hear that. I feel pretty good. I'm not a stressed out person, <laughs> if you could believe it. And I can't. I, I really, I don't have a lot of stress in my life. You, mm, Donna. I think, I, I'm, I'm blessed in that way. Thank you. You might not have big life stressors that are part and parcel with children and things like that. But on a day-to-day basis, if someone strapped a stress test to you during the a five-hour <laughs> stretch, you like work time, 
I think that it might register higher. And so you saying out loud that you don't think you get stressed much makes me think, and as a loving friend who has to tell you the truth, that you might rank low on a self-awareness exam. Mike. Excuse, yeah. excuse me, Steve. Okay, sorry. Do I strike you as a stressed out person? Um, no. Not in our interactions, no. It's because you're not in the room with her, Mike. Oh, you're not in the room with being her. this separated from the, that, that wall? Yes, because a... what you don't hear, there's soundproof glass between you guys. And when we get on the air, it's, good morning, and here's the new study. But beforehand, <laughs> it's, oh, no, wait, why am I losing that? That's supposed to be here. Oh, no, why? I mean, if I had a nickel for every time that came out of her mouth, and that usually would be... Uh, something that a person experiencing stress in that moment might be saying, and by the way, the same thing happens <laughs> before uh, the show and then also after the show, like we're putting the podcast together. Oh, no. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Again, Donna, wouldn't you agree? I'm a little angsty. Okay. And I, and I talk it out. I talk things out. That's the thing. I'm verbal. You might be thinking the same exact thing. You're just not as verbal about it. I'm not thinking the same thing as you, maybe <laughs> ever. <laughs> anyway, the least stressed out states. Minnesota. That's crazy. Number one Woo! for the least stressed out. Which Minnesota. Is, that is a little surprising considering the weather. I, thank you. Absolutely right. It just feels like, wait a minute, aren't, aren't we like kind of bugged and just ready? Especially now we're ready for spring. Uh, Minnesota comes in, top of the list, least stress. Utah comes in, excuse me, second place. Mm, keep going. New Hampshire. Uh-huh. South Dakota. Sure, beautiful. Massachusetts. Very ritzy. Iowa. Mm, very Connecticut, nice. North Dakota, and hey! Virginia. Sorry. You skipped one. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even see it there. New Jersey. New ha. Jersey. See? It's in my one, blood. Two, four, seven. Seven least stressed out state. That's pretty good. Top ten. You know what would be good for you, I think? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> There's this app that people talk about on TikTok, and they're selling you something. And so it's all these creators, and they're like, I never knew what was happening when I slept until I downloaded this app. <laughs> and then they'll hear themselves farting, giggling, snoring, <laughs> all of this stuff. And so it's because they have a blind spot to it. Obviously, they're unconscious. Right. I think a hidden camera on you. If you were surveilled for a week. I could do a sleep study. Nope, not sleep. We're going back to stress. Oh. If you were surveilled for a week and you didn't know that there was a hidden camera, microphone was hot the whole time. And then if you had to then say, and they, they, they hid your identity somehow, and you just heard like it was different voice and your face was disfigured from the, from the editor, not from a, an accident. Right, right, right. And then they said at the end of it, would you say this person is stressed or relaxed? Stressed it is, I do or talk a lot. I do. Like at home, I'll just be like, if I stub my toe, I'll be like, oh, shut your mouth. <laughs> I just start saying random things to nobody. I'm like, oh, really? Shut the hell up. But it's a lot of, you must admit, the. Um, there are a lot of times when even we're just walking into the room. And you're like, oh, no, it's already? Why? But no, we prep. 
we've prepped. We've read. We know what's coming. First, second, third, and twelfth. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I'm just saying. For you to identify as not stressed. Now, there are other parts of your life, though, where you are much more nonchalant. Oh, my God. You're killing me. Anyway. That's um, funny. But if you talk funny. to anyone that I have dated... I don't think they would describe me as stressed out. I think that, you know, like, I don't fight with people. I don't. I'm just chill, man. <laughs> you are an interesting cocktail. Because you got, there's like, there's, there's stress in there. There's a shot or two of stress. But there's also something else that is just very easygoing. You're a well-balanced drink, Donna. Thank you. You leave me with a hangover, but you're a well-balanced drink. Thank you. By the way, the study was actually about the most stressed states. Oh, can I guess? You could run the inverse of it. How about, what do you think tops the list? Mississippi. Did you look? I did not look, I swear to you. You are exactly right. Because Mississippi, I feel like they're always at the bottom of every list. Like, least healthy state, Mississippi. Stinkiest state. Right, Mississippi. Yeah. Maybe Most humid, yeah. Out. Or maybe there's just, I don't know, is there a lot of poverty in Mississippi? You know, I think if you put it up, I'm not looking at a report, but I think if you put it up against other ones and you had to say, is it more affluent or less affluent, you would say less. And so that certainly adds to stress. Louisiana came in at number two. New Mexico, I'm surprised oh, by I'm that. I'm surprised by that, too. I lived there. It didn't seem stressed. It seemed pretty laid back. West Virginia. There you go. Comes in at number four. Then Nevada. Arkansas, Alabama, Kentucky, Texas, and Oklahoma round out your top 10 of the most stressed out states. But again, Minnesota, topping the list as the least stressed out state, according to Wallet Hub. Your home for wallets? <laughs> I don't know what they do. I mean, money. at least that's what we're telling them. Oh, I'm not stressed out. Yeah, I wonder if they pulled you. No, I'm fine. Oh, God, <laughs> They want me to do this test on stress. Oh. <laughs> anyway, you're somewhat accurate. You're right. I do. I do. I'm a. I'm a worrier. That might be a more a better way of describing it. More worrisome. Thank I seem you. pretty low stress to you, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I get stressed out, but not as much at work. It's when organizing in my head, and I'm not doing great there. We have a grid. It helps to keep me. The bumper lanes. Yeah, when I'm yeah, left yeah, on yeah. my own devices, I'm like, oh, no, I'm not great at this. We're going to go. We're going to play a game when we come back. Here- Hello, it is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You know I talk about Crescent Tide every day uh, because my mom's a client. She's still around. She's in her early 70s, but she wanted to get things buttoned up. That's the kind of mom she is. Uh, she's like, I don't want my kids to stress out. I don't even want my kids to pay for this stuff. And also, I don't want my kids to plan some weird, uh, creepy, stuffy funeral. I want to have a simple cremation, then a nice dinner, and that's what you kids are going to do. Here it is. It's all buttoned up with Crescent Tide. Thanks, Mom. Uh, At Crescent Tide, they like to say they keep things simple, transparent, and affordable. It's not just the prepaying and pre-planning. If you look at their Google reviews, which are really great, you'll see that Crescent Tide comes through for people in that time of need, in that time of grief, and they do so in a kind, prompt, courteous manner, and with a price that really can't be beat. I was talking to a hospice nurse a few months ago, and she says she recommends Crescent Tide to all her clients, too. For that reason, check them out today, crescenttide.com, my talk keyword, cremation. 
everyone. It is the final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. All right, Steve. Hey, buddy. Here's the sitch. All right. You might have a salt bridge in your water softener tub thing. Could you, could you explain what this is? I don't want to. All it, right. Well, it's essentially a dome that forms where the salt below has dissolved, but it leaves a bridge that is holding the salt on, on top, meaning your water uh, softener isn't getting salt to regenerate properly. You need to dig it out. So Joe was nice enough. What up, uh, Joe? And Mark. Hey, Mark. And others. Hello, Mark. Um, Sent a whole bunch of links on how to how to fix it, how to do it. This would be really great news if it was that, and if I didn't have to call somebody out. If I could just put a little elbow grease into this thing, maybe get like a sledgehammer. Don't do where, that. No, no, no. I'm not. No, but then what I could do, Don, is I could take. Watch my hands. I could take the sledgehammer oh, wait, by wait, its wait, handle. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not looking at you. Okay, go ahead. All right. I could take the sledgehammer by the handle. The sledgehammer part is down here, mm. and then I could just like. Gunk, 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 like hard tap it down. I bet that would work. I think you should use a broom handle. And you want to be firm, Queen. but not using excessive force because you don't want to break the tank. Well, I guess that we also have concerns because of how much I've been clanging and banging recently. Could I accidentally go too hard at that? Oh, my God. And shatter maybe. Yeah. All right. Oof. Just... You might, I, I don't know, somebody else said that um, they had somebody come out and they just like threw hot water in in there to break it up and oh, then charged them $200. So I, I, <laughs> I love that the, that the overwhelming take is that it's this ice bridge, this ice dam, or excuse me, salt bridge or salt dam. I yeah. love that. That really makes me feel good. I'm pretty jazzed now. I think it's a common problem. Yeah, we had five callers all calling with the same solution. Wow. So, yeah, okay. it's pretty common. Okay, this is going to be really yeah, great. Just look at the emails. Look uh, at my cup. Do you uh, see the... Wait. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do you see that? Oh, it's Ooh. hard water stain. Yeah. yeah, and that... I haven't had anything but water in there. That looks... Be nice. Salty? <laughs> <laughs> well said. Hey, do you know that today is a very uh, interesting day in in the history of the world? I just saw several different things that happen on this day in history. Today is the 28th day of the 23rd day of the year 2023. <laughs> I don't right. think I did that right, but it doesn't matter. You guys know where we are in the space-time continuum. Yeah. 60 years ago, 1963 was the year down of the classic uh, Alfred Hitchcock movie, The Birds, was released on this day. Huh. Did you know that it starred Melanie Griffith's mom? I did. Tippi Hedren. Hedren, yep. 50 years ago, on this day, 1973, Led Zeppelin released their fifth album, Houses of the Holy. That's the one that had No Quarter, The Rain Song, and The Song Remains the Same. Give me more? Fine. 46 years ago, 1977, Rocky won Best Picture at the Oscars on this day. I'm sorry. I can't listen to anything you're saying. All right. I'm reading a headline that says, Virginia Great Dane gives birth to 21 puppies in 27 hours. How can I, how can I pay attention to what you're saying? Though slightly insulted, I understand. <laughs> That's a lot of puppies. In 25 years, somebody's going to be sitting there saying, 25 years ago That's today, right. a Virginia right. Great Dane. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay, continue. I'm listening. I want That's... one of these puppies. 
That same year at the Oscars, the best original song was from Barbra Streisand's version of A Star is Born. 1977 was that year. Wow. Yeah, isn't that something? Uh, 28 years ago today, 95, Julia Roberts and Lyle Lovett announced that they were separating after 21 months of marriage. That was the weirdest thing ever. A year later, 1996, on this day, Phil Collins announced that he was leaving Genesis to concentrate on his solo career. Which was great. Stephen King published The Green Mile 27 years ago today. You know what? I didn't know that 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 book came out so close to when the movie came out. I didn't know that either. Yeah, that was well, I think Green Mile came out in 99. I feel like right I around I don't remember that much about that movie other than Michael Clark it. Duncan had like stuff flying out of his mouth. Like like a beam of light or something. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I know that general reference. Uh, I need right, to see that. That's idea. a movie I need to it's go fantastic. back and watch. Yeah. Is it? Oh, yeah. What's it about? Great movie. Uh, about a bunch of uh, inmates on death row, and uh, they kind of have to work through accepting that and getting through that. And then, like you mentioned, he has that stuff. He also brings like a little mouse to life, and he's a very... Um, oh, oh, he's... It's, Paranormal, yeah, he's, mm, yeah, he's it's, got it's powers. Fun. He's got powers, yeah. It's it's very good. Huh. Okay. What is, what's the role powerful. of Tom Hanks in this movie? He's like the main guard, like the prison guard. Okay, or, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the warden. I don't think like... he's the warden. I think he's the prison guard, because I think the warden is the same guy who did uh, uh, Shawshank Redemption. Get out um, of town. He got typecast as a Cromwell, warden. yeah. James Cromwell, I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, I need to see this. Every time you see him, he's like, oh, that's the warden. <clears throat> he's, he's the head of the prison, for sure. Got it. Well, with that, you got me thinking about rations, so let's find out what today's soup is. Oh, oh, it's a big day at the calf. Big day. It is? Yeah. Oh, you're about to find out why. I'm scared. He's not going to answer. You could argue that we started, we we caused today. What? Hubbard Cafeteria, please leave a message. Come on, dude. Please leave a a message at the tone. When finished, you may hang up or press pound for additional options. All right, what kind of day is it today? Today, Brian, of all days for you to not pick up, today, Tuesday, soup mania. What does that mean? I think it means there's a lot of soups, multiple soups. Yes. Oh no, we're calling him back. Call okay, him back. Call, call him back. <laughs> I want to know. This is this we is like the this. jackpot. Wait, we what did. Are, well, I mean, we call and ask about the bleeping soup every day. We've made him a celebrity locally. I know, right? I, this this has is the to thanks be. we get. He hasn't thought about soup How so much. How do you much know about Palooza? It was sent out on the menu last week, but it only shows the entrees, not the soup of the day. That's why this segment even started in the first place. Thank you, Amy Bone. Wow. Hubbard Cafeteria, please leave a message. Come oh, on. He pushed please us to voicemail that time. He finished, did? You may hang it felt like it didn't ring as many times. Give him hell, Donna. Really? Are you kidding us right now? This is the biggest day of our lives. Soup mania. Some people get into the Super Bowl or the Masters. For us, it's soup mania. And you didn't answer like a total bag. 
<laughs> Not you, different. Yeah, guy. different. Yeah, Brian. Dude, We're not mad at you. He works at a different cafe. All right. What you do? Yeah. Whatever. Bye. See ya, loser. Loser. <laughs> um, yeah, it's soup mania, and there's a grab and go burger bar, which means they are so intent on the soup that the grab and go means they've pre-made these burgers. You they're know what? Spoil. Do you what? know what I saw down there? What? I think they're making bread bowls. Shush. Yes, I think I saw some dough. You think? You think I they're think. doing it? You know how I feel about edible flatware and plates. I'll meet you halfway and bring you some soup if you want. Panera's got a bread bowl. Thank Mike, you. I've pushed for more restaurants to have edible plates, bowls, cups. It makes oh, it so bitch. fun at oh, the end wow. of the meal. Oh, when you go Mexican and you get your salad in a tortilla. Mm-hmm. Not a tortilla. Yeah, yeah a hard shell, right? Sure, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, when it's like, hang on, I just have to finish my bowl. Literally. I have to eat it. Awesome. Somehow, somehow the utensils are candied, so you can just like take a yes. bite right yes. out of that fork when you're done. And, yes. Yep. You can yes. crunch your cup at the end. Oh, your yes. stir stick is made of honey or chocolate. Mm. Yes. You could go full cookie monster on all these dishes. <laughs> well, we're going to go enjoy ourselves. We've uh, got the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. That comes on next. That's going to be 12 until 3 o'clock. Following that, three to seven, is Lori and Julia. So we hope that you stick around. We thank you so much for making my talk a part of your day, however you listen to us. She is the one and only Donna Patlantine. And I thank you. Miguel, Michael, the Zamboni, our producer, and I'm Stevie Boy. We hope that you hang with us tomorrow, 9 to noon. Bye now.